All right, Krishna, everyone, this is Achyuta Bhava from Nightlight Astrology, and today is Bhakti Wednesday. So we are going to continue on with our study of the Nectar of Instruction and continue to the 10th verse. Uh, very similar to last week, we're going to be talking about intimacy and how intimacy with God evolves through almost like different stages or phases, all of which are important, all of which are uh, considered uh, and accepted by God, according to the Bhakti tradition, but also there's a way in which those states of love sort of evolve and grow. So this verse is about that. This is text 10. It says, in the Shastra, it is said that of all types of fruitive workers, he who is advanced in knowledge of the higher values of life is favored by the Supreme Lord Hari. Out of many such people who are advanced in knowledge, one who is practically liberated by virtue of his knowledge may take to devotional service. He is superior to others. However, one who has actually attained prema, pure love of Krishna, is superior to him. The gopis are exalted above all the advanced devotees because they are always totally dependent upon Sri Krishna, the transcendental cowherd boy. Among the gopis, Srimati Radharani is the most dear to Krishna, her kund lake is as profoundly dear to Lord Krishna as this most beloved of the gopis. Who then will not reside at Radhakund and in a spiritual body surcharged with ecstatic devotional feelings, render loving service to the divine couple, Sri Sri Radha Govinda, who perform their Ashaktakaliya Leela, their eternal eightfold daily pastimes. Indeed, those who execute devotional service on the banks of Radhakund are the most fortunate people in the universe. So some of this again is rather esoteric in the sense that we're talking about actual locations of pilgrimage and uh, service in India that are part of the bhakti tradition. But we're also talking about transcendental um, meanings and values and things that are rather universal in my humble opinion. And so I'll try to uh, just share some of the insights that I've gained that will be hopefully most accessible to people. Um, Reread the verse. In the Shastra, it is said that of all the types of fruitive workers, what is a fruitive worker? A fruitive worker is someone who's basically in the world perform, performing karma yoga. They're trying to, they're, they're acting on behalf of some interest and hoping to get certain kinds of results. So of those types of people who are out there doing stuff in the world, hoping to get results, those who are advanced in knowledge of higher values of life are favored by the Supreme Lord Hari. So in other words, if you're out there and you're, you know, chopping wood and carrying water, trying to get good results. And the aim is to have high values and wise living, something like that, like a good quality of life, intelligent, moral, um, ethical, virtuous, that this is, this is good. This is, this is a starting place. So if people through this kind of virtuous living and the development of virtuous knowledge uh, advance far enough, it's possible that then they may take to devotional service, which is to say, it's definitely, God definitely likes it if we develop virtue and knowledge of like higher, in a sense, um, uh, ethical and, and um, pious things, right? If we become like a good person, that's a good thing. But all it really is, is a prerequisite for being able to develop the sweetness of heart that is devotion, that is bhakti, that's devotional service, that putting the heart uh, into the service of God, developing a sweet, intimate relationship with source, that, that comes next. And developing knowledge, piety, uh, integrity, faith in, in doing good things in the world, it's like a prerequisite, but next highest thing is to actually become 
devoted in a sort of emotional closeness to God that starts coming after that. However, one who has actually attained prema, pure love of Krishna is superior to that person. So then it goes up a scale and it says, you know, eventually you're going to actually obtain like a very pure love for God. And then above that person are these gopis. These are uh, like women, like shaktis, like, and they, um, they are above even these advanced devotees because they are absolutely dependent upon God. And so it goes up. It's like this, this, this scale of giving us pictures of how intense love of God can become. Among the gopis, Srimati Radharani is the most dear to Krishna. Her kund is as profoundly dear to Lord Krishna as this most beloved of the gopis. So where she resides, her place, her home is as beloved to Krishna as she is. So it's, it's giving us a sense of how personal and intense this love of God becomes. It's so far beyond at this point, just knowledge of being a good person. Who then will not reside at Radhakund and in a spiritual body surcharged with ecstatic devotional feelings, render loving service to the divine couple. So this is a place in India that many devotees will live and serve. Uh, and so Sri Sri Radha Govinda uh, are being served, you know, at Radhakund if you reside there. But I mean, we may not be able to reside there in the in India, but serving this sense of uh, God and God's lover, the, the two are one, but they're separate. So serving Krishna and Radha, uh, being attached to them is a way of drawing ourselves closer to that, that level of, of love that uh, is, is um, a further perfection of the love that we are already seeking. So it's like, the, it's this beautiful like gradations of love that are being described. And the, the highest level is ever opening, ever expanding too really beautiful. So, and then it goes on to say that, you know, whoever ends up living on the banks of this lake, Radha Kund, and serves there, serving Krishna and Radha's just perfect, intimate love that if, if you are, are glorifying that love, serving that love, being close to that love in your mind and spirit, these are the most fortunate people in the universe. So, uh, you know, Again, it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to understand all the cultural Indian references. Just think um, that almost like God as a dyad of this masculine feminine energy and the loving exchange between Krishna and Radha. And you think um, that that love that exists between God and, and all souls and all um, and all of the universe, all beings, all things, and an expression of this love. And this it's so personally embodied in Krishna and Radha. And this verse is saying, you know, look, think about how far the gap is between that and like where most of us start, which is just like, you know, I probably ought to be a good person and develop knowledge about how to be a better person, which God is like, great, thumbs up, that's awesome. And then let's go beyond that into ecstatic love. You know, it's, it's just so profound to think that that's where, that's our destination finally is it's beyond goodness. It's beyond even being good or virtuous or noble. It's about uh, the, the absolute um, ecstasy of uh, communion with the divine. So I, I'm, I'm so uh, romantically just captured by the imagination of bhakti. I love it. So I hope you are too. If you have any questions, feel free to email 
info at nightlightastrology.com. Put Bhakti Q&A in the subject line. I hope you enjoyed today's reading. All right. Take it easy, everyone. Hare Krishna.